I should flip it to you because it's on the screen here. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am, you may also, you may be also. And you know that where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Cool, let's just pray. God, we give you thanks for your word. God, I pray that you enlighten us and, our, and open up our hearts to hear you and to understand you. God, if there's any distractions in our life right now, that you help them go away. God, you empower me to just preach and to preach well that your, um, your word might become alive and the people tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. So, in this passage, Jesus has just had some food with his disciples, the Last Supper. He has just had Judas, who is one of his disciples, his best friend, betray him, or say, find out he was going to betray him. He just find out that so his disciples are eventually going to deny him. He is about to find out that he's going to go away, or he knows he's going to go away. He's going to be beaten. He's going to be falsely accused. He's going to be crucified. He's going to die. And so he's quite troubled at the moment, okay? His friends have left him, betrayed him. He's about to be sent away, and he's going to leave, and he's going to die. Now his disciples, he's just told us to, they're kind of freaking out too because they have no idea what Jesus is talking about. They're thinking, you're going to go somewhere and we can't go with you? Why can't we go with you? So they're kind of, they're kind of upset. They're kind of troubled. But this is the weird part, that even though Jesus is the one about to be crucified and killed, they're the ones who are freaking out the most. Can you get that? So it's like the person on the airplane who is, who is absolutely freaking out, has no idea what's going on. The pilot's just very calm, very cruisy, because he knows exactly what's going on. He's in control. And so what happens here is Jesus, instead of freaking out, he goes to comfort his disciples. And he says this in verse 1, let not your hearts be troubled. He said, it's okay. Don't worry. I've got, I've got this. And he says, believe in God. Believe also in me. Like the airplane attendant, if, if I were to sit there in a the seat freaking out, it does me no good, but the pilot comes on and says, it's all right, it's going to be okay, calm down, don't reach for the oxygen mask, don't put your life vest on, it's going to be fine, I've got this, okay? There's nothing wrong, there's lots of fuel, the wings are still on, we haven't run out of energy in the engines, it's going to be okay. So like this, Jesus is saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. Basically, he's just saying, trust me. Now, when I think about this, I think, Jesus speaks God's words. He does God's actions. He's got a very unique perspective. He's got God's actions, God's perspective. If he says it's going to be okay, that means it's going to be what? Going to be okay. He knows he's got a unique perspective. And if Jesus says it's going to be fine, it's going to be okay, he's got a unique perspective to say it's going to be just fine. Verse 2 and 3 says, In my Father's house are many rooms, if it were not so, what I have told you that where I'm going to prepare a place, I will come again and take you to myself. Where I'm going, you may be also. So he's, he's going. He's, he's going to um, prepare a place for his disciples, prepare a place for us. He's going and he's, he's going to prepare a place and he's going to come back to them. Now, a lot of the times when there's turbulence in our lives, 
we think, this is bad, it's not going to be good for us, how can it be good for anyone? But Jesus is saying that, in fact, when there's turbulence in our lives, it's going to benefit you immensely. That when he goes away, the disciples are going to freak out, but it's for their benefit that they are going away. That Jesus offers compassion and comfort even when he's going through the most and severe um, time himself. Verse 4 and 5, we're just flying through this here. And you know the way where I'm going, Thomas said. Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Now, I'm flying to America. I bought my tickets. It says America. It says L.A., then Seattle. So I kind of know where I'm going. But when I get on the plane, I've got, I've got no clue where I am, where I'm going. I, my sense of direction is way off. Hannah will say, go north, and I'll be heading west. Like, it, I'm just, I'm so bad at knowing where I'm going. And without having a compass, and then, seriously, without my phone with GPS, I'm lost. And so if I turn on the, the, the screen in front of me, you know how it has GPS in the planes now? You can see your plane. You can see how fast you're going. You can see how high you are. You can see how cold it is. You can see where you are on the map. But I have no idea really where I am. So if I got behind the plane, I'd be freaking out because I've got no idea. But God's got every idea where you're going. So sure, certainly... I should be able to trust the pilot, should be able to trust God because he knows where he is going. And I can trust him even when I'm freaking out. I don't need to sit up there and give the oxygen mask and, and freak out. Now, you may not, this means you may not know exactly what God is doing all the time. You may not know exactly what God is about to do. You may not even know what God has done, but it's saying, it's okay. Trust me. Don't your heart be troubled. Just believe in me. Now, if I were to spend a lot of time with this pilot now, now let's say this is the first time I've flown with this pilot. If every single time I flew with this airline, I got this pilot, and then every single time I flew, which is every single day to work, let's say, every single day I flew with this pilot, every single day I had the same pilot, after a while, even though I can only hear his voice, I'd probably get used to him, used to his voice, used to him comforting me, and I think, this is okay. So every time I went through the horrible, I could have been doing 360, and oh, the pilot's got this, man. He's, he's legendary. He's flown this plane back and forth so many times I can't even count. I totally trust this guy. And that's saying, if, if you're constantly in this thing, in the Word, reading the Bible with God, in relationship with him, the more you begin to trust him. You see how that works? The more you get to know him and his character, and you start saying, you know what? My life is full of turbulence right now, but I can actually literally trust this God because I know him so well, I know he's not going to lead me to a place that's going to kill me or that's not going to be for my own benefit. He's going to do it because it's good for me. And that's why, guys, I'm constantly chucking out lollies to you guys, trying to get you to read your Bibles, bring your Bibles, because the more you guys read this thing, the more you guys are going to understand who he is and the more you guys are going to understand how to trust him. And every, lip, every little ripple in life is not going to go, oh, and you're not going to freak out anymore because you're going to say, oh, I trust God. It's okay. I got this. Don't let your hearts be troubled, he said. <clears throat> the second point, and then we're going to kind of finish up here. Jesus preaches the truth. This is where it gets awesome. This is where it gets amazing. This is why I just absolutely love the, the word. Jesus says, I am the way. And the truth and the life, no one comes to me, comes to the Father except through me. Many religions, guys, many religions say there are many ways to get to God. Many religions say Jesus is not the only way. He's a way. Many, many people in your schools or even you might say yourself say, oh, man, Christians are so narrow-minded. They, they say that 
oh, you can't say that Christianity is the only way. That's just so arrogant. You can't, how can you possibly say or how can you possibly know that? Now, don't hear me wrong. I'm going to say something. I'm not saying that Christianity is the only way. I'm saying that Jesus is the only way. In fact, that's exactly what he says. Nothing that I'm saying. I'm just reading what he says. That he says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, if a reality check here is, you know what? What, what if I were, what if someone to say is, um, I believe in your dog, but I don't think that he barked or he barks. Like, what, what the heck? Like, that's what dogs do. They bark, right? And they, and they, and they bark a lot. And then they, they eat a lot. And then they run a lot. And then they drink a lot. And then they bark a lot some more. Now, Jesus think, well, uh, he didn't really say that he was God. He did say he was God. He said, I am the only way. I'm the only way to the Father. I am God. Countless times he says, I am the only way to God through the Father. So to say that a dog doesn't bark is like saying that Jesus is not God, that he is God, that he is the only way to God. Now, I, it drives me crazy when people say, oh, you know what, we, we don't need any more preaching in the churches anymore. We just need lots of discussion. We can hold hands. We can sit in circles. We can cry about it, you know, and we can blog about it. What, what, whatever it is, you know, Jesus says that I'm coming to preach you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And the cool thing is that Jesus is a preacher. Do you guys get that? He, that God is a preacher. In fact, in Genesis 1, when God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. He was preaching creation into existence. And then we see another preacher who comes in the form of the serpent, which is, the, which is Satan. And he's preaching a different message, which is not full of the way or the truth or the life. He's preaching lies, and he's preaching other ways, and he's preaching death. So, guys, everywhere you look around, you're being preached to everywhere you go. Through your schools through the movies that you watch, through the news and the television that you watch, through the internet, the things, everywhere you go, you're being preached at. So the question is, will preaching continue to go on, but it's what will be preached? Do you guys get that? Everywhere you go, you're going to be preached at. But the question is, what will you be preached? Because there are serpents out there who are going to preach to you another gospel, and there's Jesus who's going to preach to you the gospel of the way and the only truth and the only life. So Jesus says, I preach the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Now there's four reasons you might ask why he does this. Because too many people, too many times say there are other ways to God. Jesus says, I am the door. That there is a wide door that leads to destruction and it's super easy and many go there. And Jesus says that there is a narrow door and few people take it and it is hard. Says, I am that narrow door. Few people come to me. Two, many people believe in Jesus. Sorry, many people believe lies. Jesus says that I am the truth. That the serpent is constantly teaching you lies, constantly teaching you things about the second gospel. That it's not just Jesus, it's something else. It's not just Jesus, it's good works. It's not just the Bible. You also need to do X, Y, Z. You know, whatever it is. That Jesus is saying the only way is through Jesus. Number three, he says, too many people believe that they are a good person and God owes them. Are you one of those people? 
a pretty good person. I don't need Jesus. God actually owes me, if anything. You know, I should go to heaven because I'm a good person. Jesus says, without Jesus, there's only death. That there's, in fact, there's no life apart from Jesus. That he is the only life. Number four, last one. Too many people believe that there are more ways to Jesus. Jesus preaches there is only one way, and that's through him. Now, I want to finish up here saying two things. There are always going to be two things in life you can be sure of. One is there's going to be turbulence in your life. Two, what voices are you going to allow to preach to you? Are you going to allow preaching of the enemy, or are you going to allow preaching of Jesus? Now, I want to commit to you guys right here, right now, but I'm never, ever, ever, so help me, Lord, ever preach anything but this, the gospel. I'm never going to run a Zumba class and send you home with six easy steps to be a better person. If I do that, I mean, please just hit me, because that would just be the, the worst day of my life if I ever sent you out with six easy steps to be a Christian. Like, it would just be awful. I promise you guys that I will preach the gospel every week as, as hard as I can, as, as, e- as easy as I can, and as faithful to this book, because I know that this book is the only way, the only truth, and the only life, and no one can come to the Father except through him, through this word. And if I don't give it to you guys, then I stand before the judge, and he says, what the heck did you do with those guys? Why didn't you give him this? And I don't want to stand before God and say, oh, I just kind of stuffed around. God's word says, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. I want to challenge you guys, if you guys don't know Jesus, if you guys don't know the God of this book, I just encourage you to to take that step to follow him. Even if you're thinking, oh, I'm kind of close. I'm kind of not sure. Just ask your leader today. Ask him, like, what is this thing about? How can I know Jesus more? Help me understand what this is about. I'm meeting a person later on today who I just talked to the other day, and he says, you know what? Actually, yeah, I... I would like to, to talk to you. Maybe we can get coffee tomorrow and just kind of chat about some questions I've got. That is awesome. Gra- grab a leader, text him, whatever it is. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm having some troubles figuring this out. I want to know. I mean, that's what we're here for. That's us, us as leaders are here for you to do that. And if you're a Christian here and you've got turbulence in your life and you're just going, and just freaking out, then God's not in control. But realize that he is in control. He is the way. He is the truth. He's the light. He's got this. Do not be troubled. Believe in him, and it will be fine. So, as I close today, and I pray with you guys, I'll lead you into your, in fact, what time is it? How much time have we got today? Yeah, we definitely got time for some um, groups tonight. I want to pray with you guys, um, and there's some things just to talk about. Be honest with each other. Open up. Discuss some things. There's a few leaders tonight, so leaders, can you just kind of look around and see what groups are there? Might need to merge together and split up again. Um, um, But anyways, I just encourage you guys to read this. If you're thinking, well, I, have, I, I freak out every time there's a little ripple in my road. But if you're not reading this, you're probably thinking, well, that makes sense. Without being in the Word, without being in prayer, life's going to get turbulent, and you're going to freak out. You're going to reach for the oxen mask. You're going to reach for that life buoyancy aid, and you're going to be ready to jump out the window. And the pilot's like, calm down. It's okay. Breathe in the bag. Throw up in it if you need to, but I've got you. <laughs> If you guys don't have a Bible, I encourage you, go out talk to your parents. Get a really good study Bible. If you can't, come talk to me. I will give you one for free. That's how much I love you guys because I want you guys to be knowing who Jesus is. Let's just pray. Father God, we give you thanks for your word. 
I pray that we would be faithful to, to hear it and faithful to know it and faithful to understand who you are um, by your truth and by your way and by your life. May we be set free to, to live um, with the Father. Give you thanks for these, these, these young men and women here in this room. I pray that you'd open up their eyes to see you in a new way and that they go out and be able to share that, that love, share that grace, share that um, um, passion for you. And that leaders here would just come alongside us and them and just grow us immensely.